0: Ladies and gentlemen, it should come as no surprise that I have very limited experience in the world of podcasting. This is my second ever episode. My first episode aired just one week ago. And that's it. That's the extent of what I've done in the podcast world. But it has become very clear to me, even with just one episode, that you occasionally get conversations with people Who are just on a higher plane of existence. And honestly, this is what I believe when I sat down and talked to the wonderful, talented Christina Lau. We talked for 55 minutes to an hour. Just about the world of music, the world of entertainment, how harsh it can be, how difficult it can be to find your feats. But really we nailed down the ways that people who aren't as confident in their own abilities can gain that self-confidence because of the length of that chat, that podcast that we had, I had no choice but to split it into two parts because I felt that the information provided by Christina was just too valuable to cut out. And episode two of this podcast is no different from episode one in that regard. I've already received a lot of feedback about how much episode one has helped those people. And episode two is just as insightful, if not more insightful, than episode number one. So if you haven't checked out episode number one of the Movement Podcast yet... Make sure you go back and take a listen before you jump into this one. If you have, well then, welcome back to those who stopped and went back. But here is part number two of my conversation with Christina Lau on self-confidence, and also episode number two of the Movement Podcast. very crowded art, music, and entertainment industry, it can be hard to find your voice than to see millions of people trying to be just like you. If you're like me and want to learn how to stand out amongst the crowd, then you're in the right place. Join me as I sit down with some of the industry's brightest minds and uncover the secrets involved in making it in your chosen field. This is The Movement Podcast.
1: If you had all the money in the world, uh, your choices then that you, when you daydream and you think about it, those should be the way that you emanate in terms of how you go into a room. And I don't know if that makes sense, but like for me, for example, if I had all the money in the world, I would be sharing the songs that I feel best about because I feel great about them Mm -hmm. and because I love to share them. There wouldn't be anything else. If I had all the money in the world i would and someone said to me hey like you said to me hey what where can i find xy and z and i had a document i would send it with without a second thought
0: yeah
1: and i've actually made lists and done those things because i've asked myself that question first if i had okay, all the money in the world and i didn't matter what anyone thought of me mm-hmm. or what anyone said to me or what I, and i didn't need anything how would i be then
0: yeah
1: and i do that and then I close my eyes. I take a breath, Visualize. and then I walk into the room.
0: That's that's beautiful. Honestly, I am. Um, I I just love that outlook. I love a lot of your your outlooks. I, I feel, and I, I know I've probably spent a lot of time tooting your horn here in this uh, podcast here. But I, I do truly respect that that outlook. It, it's sort of a way of of being in a position to give everything when I guess you don't. You're not. Technically, in the position to give everything you just want to give.
1: And yeah. Then, yeah. You're not, you're, you're in a position, you're in the strongest position you could be in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when, whenever it comes to anything, when you're going for a job interview, when you're going for an audition, um, and I know that fear gets in the way. I struggle so badly with stage fright for so long. I struggled with screen fright and it comes in waves for me mm-hmm. and I'll deal with it and, and we all will. Um, but put yourself in your strongest position, and that is 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 removing these stories that we tell ourselves about who we are, what we can do, what value we're going to provide, um, and and how others perceive us. That those things are dangerous, and they also, mm-hmm. if you go back to a couple of those things, you look at it and you're like, I have no control over any of those things. So, in, what was I read a quote the other day that I loved, and it was something like. Oh, gosh, I think it was something like worry is just making a wish for the your for your fears to happen.
0: Making a wish for your fears to happen.
1: Yeah, when you worry about something, all you're doing is you're putting emphasis a on hmm. a thing that you don't want. Wow. It's, hmm. And you think about it and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And then you're like, wow, I do that all the time. Like I was driving today and I was like letting my thoughts kind of... Pass through. I do my meditating in the mornings before I leave for work, mm-hmm. and then or, auditions. And I kind of and I was like, oh, I'm I'm kind of just running on a spinning wheel. And we yeah. do this when we write our songs. We do. And we do this when we when we go. Oh, we're done. Oh, we're not done. Oh, we are done. Yeah, and then someone yeah. says, oh, maybe. And you're like, I shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> and now I've like opened this can of worms. The reality is, we're we're artists. Yeah. We have a drama llama in the room with us all the time. We need to recognize that as artists, our job is to pull out things from the surface. So our hearts are typically more, cl- like they're closer to the surface than someone who doesn't have to access that all the time. We right. need easy access to our hearts. Mm-hmm. But as a result, we have an obligation to ourselves and a responsibility to our mental and emotional and, and, and soul health to recognize when that's not an appropriate time to be using that same easy right. access point. Yeah. So as an artist, mm-hmm. go back to your heart and just, dis- and really take that, um, to heart and say, okay, is this now time? Is mm-hmm. it time for me to be ruminating? Because we're yep. creating these neural pathways and our brains go, they want the path of least resistance, right? Yes. So if you're used to thinking a certain way, there's a great, um, talk. Um, I think it's Tom Billy that talks about this. Um, interview someone I'm about it. The link, we'll
0: throw it down at the bottom
1: yeah. of this. And it's about brainwashing yourself, and it's like these are the mm. neurolog- neurological paths that are created, and then it becomes a habit, and then it becomes a behavior, and then mm-hmm. it becomes a personality. Mm-hmm. And so when we catch them, and I say we, I don't like the word we. So when I catch it in myself, I stop and say, okay, do I want that? Can I control the outcome? Is this how I'd like to be, and what is it serving? My outer self, my, my soul evolution, or my um, my social consciousness evolution? Yeah, you it know? Is this the
0: right time for it when it's happening? Is it the right time? I right? think, I yeah. think. yeah. Is it's it is it interesting because you kind of answered my next question because I was going to say, when you go back to that worry quote, say, when you're worried, you kind of yeah. looking at fears. but we always say that worrying is such a good thing from an art standpoint, which is what you just described. From a writing standpoint, from a creative standpoint, that just rush of ideas, that yeah. spiral, that, I don't know what you can even call it in a sense. I don't have the words for it mm. right now in my mind. Um, we're taught to embrace that, but at the same time, that quote makes so much sense.
1: Well, I have an analogy for you that I came up with the other day okay. when I came off set and I realized that for the longest time, I had been behaving like a hurricane, uh, and people were calling me a force of nature. And I really liked that. I really took it as a compliment. And then mm-hmm. I looked at the hurricane that I was creating
0: mm-hmm.
1: and being, and I realized that hurricanes are incredible forces of nature, but they pick up all of the shit around them. <laughs> so they take everything with them. They take bits of houses. They take someone else. They take Harry with them. <laughs> they take all of these things and people and and... and
0: yeah, of that craziness,
1: and they bring they become this this kind of really dangerous force mm-hmm. that becomes uncontrollable because it's filled with houses and other random bits of debris and yeah. cows and you know um, and then I thought about riding thermals and going up and when you paraglide if you've ever paraglided or hang glided or any of those things I want to but I haven't <laughs> one day maybe one day and um, you catch a thermal. Mm-hmm. So you put it out there and sometimes you're just like kind of coasting, you're on the same path, but you're waiting for an opportunity, but you're not trying to control the wind. Right. You're just prepared to ride it.
0: You're just prepared for the wind to come and you're prepared to go with it.
1: So instead of that. being the hurricane, I would like to ride the thermals.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. We're going to take a little bit of a step back, I guess, uh, for the earlier question that um, you said Jay, was it, that asked you? That was his oh, name? Oh, yes. Yep. Jay, Jay asked Jay you. Jay he, um, he was asking about uh, networking as a shy or socially awkward individual. And I have a question here that may relate somewhat to that that I feel is, is uh, good to bring up. It's, uh, you hear many stories about the stay-at-home artist, you know, they're recording in their bedroom, I and, mean, you know, they're making it, they're making it big. They're never going outside, they're never stepping out their door, you know, mm-hmm. Um An example that I've heard, even though it's not the best example, is, is Gautier's somebody that I used to know that was created entirely in his basement. And he just sent out to somebody and it, and it hit people. And now he's, he's massive. So on that note, for you, is it really a feasible way in the industry? Or going back to the, to, I want, I'm going to use community building for you. Okay. (laughs) Community (laughs) building. Going back to the community building. Um, is that, necessary in a sense it, I don't know if nece- I don't know if necessary is the right word is it the best way is what the best way networking community building
1: oh okay sorry yes <laughs> is is community building there is no best way yeah there is no best way uh, I'm gonna quote Garth Richardson who is one of the founders of Nimbus who mm-hmm. who's quotes his father I believe Jack Richardson, when he says, great songs sell. If you're an artist and that's, I mean, it's so easy to say and it's so difficult to do. Uh, And I think the reality is, again, it comes back to perspective. Yeah. If I only wanted to act in Hollywood blockbuster, Tomb Raider-esque action (laughs) films, and I got that specific about my career, then maybe I need to question why I wanted to be doing that in the first place. Sure. And if the answer is, is when you when you position this, I think the danger that I find with a lot of people who are coming into the industry is they think that their definition of success is to be an artist on stage, performing at festivals, or you know one of the very very Good few people. Coachella. Exactly. Or and and there's nothing wrong with having that as a dream. Mm-hmm but you also have a responsibility to know what the... what and fall in love with the industry as it is and get involved with it and that's where I think the difference between actors and songwriters that I found here is so vast. Actors (laughs) want to they just want to get their hands on a good script. For most of my yeah. friends who are actors, you want to get a good script, you want to play, you want to have a, a good time, you want to study. Um, those things are all worth a lot of money and time for actors. And I think in, there are a lot of songwriters who do that, but I think a lot of people who are starting out have not been given the resources or the education or the role modeling to, to hear that that's really what you can be celebrating. Mm. So to that's- go back to your question, How does someone, is networking the right way? No, it's not the right way. There is no right way. Is community building the right way? No, think about what you are doing and why you are doing it, and then figure out how to make that work. And it might be that you serve for like in hospitality and in restaurants and for a living and you're making three times the amount of money, but you have all of the mental real estate available to you to write your songs, mm-hmm. do that. If yeah. that's what helps you to feel good and make it sustainable every day, that's your right move. And when that changes, great. For me, I love the advocacy. I love the business side of things. I also have to be very careful not to let that fully take over. Sure. So I'm building my career. Um, and instead of becoming just a songwriter, yeah. just an actor. I, like you, have a commitment to a much bigger picture, social responsibility. Yeah, uh, and my goals are more than the channels that I choose mm-hmm. at this whatever phase in my
0: life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. more than just how you choose to present yourself or where you choose right. to present yourself. It's yeah. That's why um. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I decided to to start this. I felt like I had a a bigger responsibility, and and you've touched on this before. It's it's one of your motivators. Is the fact that you do feel you've got this bigger responsibility in the world that you were put here to change maybe just one person's mind about something, or change one person's perspective, or change the way one person does something to better suit themselves to make it easier for themselves to progress in what it is that they want to do. Maybe something as simple as that. But we both seem to have this belief that we. We need to to do that in some way and we need to get that out whether that's in music or whether that's Mm. in acting Whether that's in a podcast or a forum page or a movement Yeah of any kind
1: Conversation with someone over a cup of tea
0: or a conversation somebody over a cup of tea
1: I think that my 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 career coach um, made it very clear to me uh, that he helped me to find my in my core values Mm -hmm. Um, what those are. And I would highly recommend anyone to kind of look at their core values or core beliefs. Uh, And for me, the thing that I hold most valuable above everything else is freedom. 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 Uh, But freedom of choice. Right. And my channel, freedom of choice, and and I'm so committed to helping people find their own Uh, freedom of expression but freedom of expression provides you with choice if you have a choice then you have freedom and for me if that means that my songs feel the best for me to kind of inspire rather than make someone change or change someone Mm. I'd like to inspire them to do whatever is right for them because yeah. we're all at different stages, That's right? That's
0: what so. I corrected myself at the end, I realized I was, yeah. I'm not meaning to force somebody into something or anything. I'm meaning to, we, but we feel like we need to guide someone in a direction that works for them.
1: Yeah, or yeah. present them with information. So. That's all we can do is yeah. present people with information and, and, and celebrate kind of where they're at, which I'm going to say Mm -hmm. that and get off my high horse because I can be very judgmental. (laughs) So (laughs) I try not to do that because that just means that I'm being very judgmental about myself, which is where it comes from anyway, isn't it really? So yeah, freedom of choice and uh, networking isn't the right way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, The right way to go is the, the way that feels sustainable for you. And I think do your research yeah. You know, figure out why you're doing what you're
0: doing. Figure yeah. out if there's a deeper reason. Self-reflection, basically. So, so, you yeah. know, talk yourself into to, to the why. I think that's a big part of anybody's, um, I guess, in an industry like this, you could call it anybody's business model. But I don't really want to say it's a business model because it's more. Oh, sure it is. This is an industry. But, it's um, a business. Yeah. You know, the, the, the why is the main thing we're looking at. Yeah, what's
1: your personal mission statement? Why do you do what you do?
0: And if I was to give any advice with my very limited knowledge as a 20-year-old (laughs) and still trying to find my feet... um, Um, We always are, darling, don't worry. (laughs) I'm hoping you'll echo this is um, find yourself, you know? Find who you are, what you're doing it for, and why it means as much to you as it does. Yeah, and then find
1: ways to remind yourself so that those become your motivators. Yeah.
0: Oh, Christina, it was an absolute pleasure sitting down, talking to you. I hope we can do it again really, really soon. I really want to do a part two of this because this was absolutely lovely, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you have so many different opinions and things to give out to people. Uh, As for everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of the Movement Podcast. Make sure you let me know who you'd like me to sit down with because that's big for me. Is, is, uh, if you have anybody that uh, you know about or uh, if you have anybody you know about you want to bring in, you want to hear insight from them? You want to hear what they have to say about this extremely challenging music industry
1: and, and entertainment rewarding. industry?
0: <laughs> um, let me know. You yeah. know, there's there's people out there who would love to sit down, and there's somebody here who would love to speak to them. So, um, there you go. Make sure you let me know in comment sections on YouTube. Uh, go on our website. Uh, go on our blogs. They'll all be linked down below. We'll check out that TED Talk.
1: She's going to send it to me. I don't think it's a TED Talk.
0: It's not a TED Talk? It's a a link to a. It's a a talk. It's a link. It's a talk. It's It's somebody's um, take on mind waves, and I feel like that would be really (laughs) useful for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. Of course, that's a very vague and summed-up way of putting what the talk is. But um, at the same time, um, the movement is here to help struggling artists and music business members get the answers to their burning questions about where you can go to make it in your chosen field or guide you as we were talking into where you think you'd like to go. Christina, joined the movement, and now it's your turn. Thank you so much. This has been the Movement Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with some of the industry's brightest minds and look at the secrets of making it in your chosen field. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, and share this all with your friends. What are you waiting for? It's time to join the movement.